Hello, it's Louise here and a very warm welcome to Successful Student Transitions, a podcast hosted by me and Elizabeth Gillies. Our aim is to support you as you step out, find your new gear and thrive in the next stage of your life. So you're listening to series four, Lean Into Student Life, Thrive Through the Maze of University Transition. This is a series that's for you if you're a first year university student who has just arrived at university. For eight weeks, we're going to be offering tips for settling well through this life transition. In this episode, we share five tips for making friends at university and thriving socially. You know, we know it can be a nerve wracking and challenging time, but it can also be a lot of fun. So listen on as we share tips to help you get this challenge into perspective and begin to make friends, some of whom will become your lifelong friends. How cool is that? A quick note before you listen, please go and follow, subscribe on the podcast app of choice. This series will be published every Monday and we don't want you to miss anything. We're also making a playbook available for each episode. It contains show notes, coaching corner, and links to helpful resources. To register for a free copy of the playbook, go to louisewilds.com forward slash lean dash in. So that's louisewilds, W-I-L-E-S dot com forward slash lean, L-E-A-N dash in. Now on with the episode. Hello and a really warm welcome to week two of Lean Into Student Life, Thrive Through the Maze of University Transitions. So as universities start throughout these coming weeks, we recognise that you're likely listening to this at different stages of that university transition. Some of you may still be preparing to move, some of you may be there in your first week or second week um, of the university experience. This podcast is probably ideally situated at the beginning of that that first week or into the second week, wherever Freshers' Week is is located for you. And because we're talking about friendships, then no doubt friendships are going to be top of your agenda at the moment. Now, we've got some podcasts on relationships that we've already recorded, um, episode 9, 28 and 29. So you could go and listen to those. Those are longer formatted podcasts. Um, but here we're going to share five tips on making friends so in our tips our five tips we're going to explore how the combination of a big transition you know move to university natural anxiety some feelings perhaps of loss you know and sadness at leaving what you've left behind your friends your family the pets and high expectations about what may happen in the future and what you're moving to can often contribute to create some overall worries about the experience and particularly about friendship Um, and so our tips importantly are going to be focusing on what action you can take um, because it's important in this sort of area when we're talking about friendships to take action. Thanks Louise and so I'm going to be offering you up tip one which is be encouraging your mind or encourage yourself to do some balanced thinking about friendship. Um, I mean, friendship is it's really one of those kind of high agenda items, isn't it, at, at university? Where people are there, they're, they're of course they're there to study, but they're wanting to make you're wanting to make friends, and you might you be thinking a lot about it, and you might even be overthinking as well. Um, and it's really common if you're you know taking away from 
steps away from that school that you knew and home and stepping out of your own to be kind of worried about this kind of friendship thing about making new friends and your thoughts might sound a bit like, oh, what if I don't meet any friends? What if I don't make friends? What if I have to eat or do things on my own? What else might there be about Louise? Well, you might be also looking around and thinking, well, everyone else seems to have friends and why not me? Um, that, I'm going yeah, to be left out. Yeah. yeah, that comparison thing, isn't it? So, <laughs> And these thoughts are totally understandable. And yet at the same time, Notice that they're predicting the worst outcomes. What if I don't do this? What if this never happens? And they also have a tinge of doubt about, am I going to cope with doing this? And that kind of predicting the worst and maybe not thinking you can cope with think that those two things come together to bring anxiety. But these are totally understandable. And these thoughts are there for a whole range of reasons. I mean, it's likely that you've been in the same school or college for some time. You've been part of an established friendship group or even groups of teams and clubs. You might have made some, not have made some new friends for a long time. You might have been in a really comfortable bubble. And now you're going into a much bigger world of this university, right? So that's one reason. Another one is you might really be someone that values friendships as most young people do. So this change with being and seeing your friends, you know, those people that you've been with a long time, I mean, if you're not with them or seeing them, it's a loss for you. It's a part of grief. You'll miss those relationships you've had. And there might be an uncertainty that you'd be able to do it again, because if you haven't done it for a while, um, you know, you're, you might, there might be some doubt about that. Why else might those reasons be there? Yeah. yeah, and I was also thinking about friends from home. If they've moved to universities, different ones to you, you're perhaps hearing from them that they're making friends and then you're, you're judging and comparing yourself to them as well, um, which isn't particularly helpful either. Um, and then there's pressure in this transition of the friendship frenzy. Um, you know, I guess freshers week, you know, that's all about, you know, deciding on your sort of social activities and sporting activities and how you're going to spend your time, but also who you're going to be spending your time with. So it's really focused heavily on making new friends and with the expectation that you're going to make your best friends in these early weeks. And you may. Um, and, yeah, that's great. But you may not as well. And that doesn't matter either. Um, I've talked to plenty of students who are going back for their second year this year and they didn't make their best friends in the first weeks. They made them during the year, but they're going back to a great set of friends. So, you know, just hold that in mind that if you don't meet the best person, you don't click with somebody perfectly in the first few weeks, doesn't mean you're not going to. And there are plenty of other opportunities to make friends throughout the year. And you will do. And you will do in the second year and the third year because different things, things change, different courses, different modules, different interests, hobbies and so on. So it's a movable feast and it doesn't all happen in the first two weeks. Mm. So as well as some of those thoughts being what ifs and doom and gloom and nothing good's going to happen, you'll also be aware of and maybe notice that some thoughts might be like, I'm going to join the chess society and I'm going to enjoy pe meet people that really enjoy playing that. Or, you know, 
meeting new people, lots of different kinds of people from different places is going to be really exciting. Um, you might even be thinking, I'm definitely going to sign up to Freshers Week because everybody else is going and I'll meet people there. So just take a notice at the quality of those different kinds of thoughts, the what ifs and, oh, this is the future, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to get into it and just do it. And we'd like you to take a step back and notice what's going on in your mind. It's natural for there to be worries and hopes. And the balance of it is really important. If you've got a lot more of those what ifs, worries and things more than oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, these are my hopes, what I'm going to, I'm going to meet these people through doing this. Notice, notice where the balance is and think about what you can do to address it. You might write down your worries and kind of problem solve them. I mean, some worries are problem solvable, you know. I haven't got any friends. Well, what I need to do is get out there and meet some people. I need to be a bit bold and stuff to do it. So you might remind yourself if you've been in a similar situation before and what you did that was successful. Um, you might be able to talk with somebody who will listen, say, I'm, I'm struggling a bit with friends. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Might even be a parent at home. Um, can you write down your hopes for friendship? And that might also lead you into some problem a problem-solving mode. And if you wanted a longer listen to something like this, when we talk about how these thoughts come in your mind, you might want to listen to the Minding Your Mind podcast, which gives you more tips when your mind is busy with worry. So it's kind of noticing it, isn't it, Louise? Noticing it when there's more worry than this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. And I think sometimes we can build that up in our mind if we let it to become, I mean, I know, I can remember from being, you know, well, even as an adult being in new situations, but when I was at university as well, you know, having to push yourself out of that study room and go and meet people, it's a challenge. You know, I'm not going to deny that, but you can do it. And I mean, one easier way to do it is to do it around interests and things that you're interested in, you know, go to a group that you know will be discussing and working or playing sports, whatever it is that you know you do and you enjoy, and then yeah, there's a great connection there ready made and that can often help. Okay, so tip two, brush up on your friendship making skills because you have many. You have had friends and you have sustained your friendship with people. So you have lots of friendship making skills. In podcast nine, we talk about relationships and we discussed research that indicates that it can take months to make a good friend. You know, it takes time and effort. Um and it might be some time since you've made a new friend, as Elizabeth just said. So it's good to have a review about how um, what skills are involved in making friendships and creating friendships. And most of these things you're going to know and will be familiar, but it's great to have this as a reminder. But sorry, making good beginnings with friendships is about saying and doing. Um, so knowing how you might introduce yourself, it can often help to create in your mind a short version of how you would say who you are, your name and what you're studying. So that's ready to trip off the tongue once you start talking to someone. And you're ready to make some small talk as a starter. So you sit down next to somebody in the cafeteria or something and you can ask their name and course and whatever else you've thought about as a question. Um, 
can make a compliment. So you see somebody wearing something that you like or carrying a bag that you like. Um, yeah, compliment them on, it, them on it and tell them it looks good. People love to be told they look nice. Or if somebody's done something nice for somebody else, compliment them for that. Um, and if you're bold, you can ask someone how they're doing, honestly. Um, and you probably get an honest reply back, which would be fairly similar to how you're doing. So that will be encouraging too. If you're in the process of moving in, look out for people who you can help move in. You can offer to carry a box, a bag, um, and find out where they need to, and help them find out where they need to go. If there's a shared space, a common area, then go there um, and just mingle around and look and smile at people and start conversations with, hi, how are you doing? Where are you from? How are you settling in? You have your door open um, and then that just indicates to other people that you're prepared to chat and, and would like to still say hi. Um, sit next to people in lectures, make a point of going actually sitting next to people, not five spaces away from people, <laughs> and then just introduce yourself. Hi, and ask them their names. Um, and then as you go on, continue to establish your thing, uh, yeah, co connections with people. Um, so, you know, show up for them in person, but also be present and really ready to listen to them. I think listening is an underrated skill. Often we forget, we think it's all about us talking, but actually it's great to listen to other people. So maybe be there and be present and you'll find that people then notice you and are drawn towards you. Make and keep arrangements. So if you decide to meet someone for coffee, actually turn up. <laughs> and hopefully on time and ask questions and be curious about what others are doing so what are they studying make positive comments and compliments and see their good qualities and look to do things together I just said this before but you know look for things that you find interesting and find people who are interested in similar things that seems obvious but sometimes we don't do it I don't know why but we we forget that so look for those common interests and keeping regular contact, you know, this is one thing. Um, I've got a daughter who's at university and she's very good at, she does keep in regular contact. And she'll, you know, text people and say coffee and then meet for coffee. So, you know, reach out to people as well. Often they're waiting for you to reach out to them. We think that people don't want, you know, don't want to do stuff with us, but they do. So ask. And if they say no once, ask again. You know, okay, if you get 10 no's, then that's perhaps a clue to move on. But yeah, that probably won't happen. Um, a reminder of what not to do when you're developing your new friendships. Probably best not to talk about other people because um, that might raise questions in people's minds about how trustworthy you are. Um, yeah, socially, when you're out getting very, very drunk, mm, you know, okay, sometimes it can happen and we don't mean it to happen, but, you know, um, the problem with that is people might see us as a liability if we do it repeatedly so just have a think about that because one of the things that you'll be looking to sort in the early weeks and months of the first year is where you're going to live next year and people will be looking to share accommodation with you so you want to be someone people are pulled towards not pushed away from because you're the one that gets drunk and legless and is a nightmare on a night out um, and also try not to place huge pressure on friendships with high expectations and demands. 
um, you know, everyone's probably a bit challenged at this point. So, um, yeah, measure or sort of monitor um, give and take, I guess, in the relationship um, and have a balance there. Yeah. I mean, I think that these reminders are great, aren't they, Louise? You know, they're just and likely when you were you were kind of mentioning others that I'm sure people are saying, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember to do that. I remember to do that. Yeah, that's what I know how to do. And actually, while we're talking about friendships, um, I want to ask you that who's the friend that's with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week? This person is always with you. You're finding it hard who to think it is. Well, it's you. <laughs> you know, it, we, we want you to have a friendship in you. And sometimes this could be, you could be a positive coach cheering yourself on or remember those earlier thoughts. Maybe you could be a negative critic full of doom and gloom. So just as we nurture good relationships with others, it's really important to nurture that inner friendship and compassion that we have for ourselves. Sometimes we forget to do that. We're too busy, aren't we, Louise, doing it to other people. And you kind of think, yeah, and the hard, sharp words that you give to yourself, you'd never give to anybody else. So it's about being a friend to yourself, noticing and being compassionate in times of struggle, offering strength to what needs doing. So just like you'd say to a friend, oh, just keep going, keep at it, you're doing well. You'd be wanting to say that to yourself. And Rick Hansen talks about collecting the evidence of positive qualities and skills that other people see in you. And that's a really good start. So listen out when someone says, gosh, you do that really well, or, you know, that's one of your strengths, or that's a great skill you've got. So capture that and hold on to it because you can use that in your friendship to yourself. And then we can also build on recognizing our strengths and what we like about ourselves and use that to nurture too. And especially in this time of a transition when we might be feeling a little bit hopeless and helpless. So being kind towards yourself, just like you would be to other people. So if you could write a list about the positive qualities and compliments that people have given you, you know, that would be a that would be a good resource for yourself. You know, what are the what are the things that people say nice about you? And the act of writing and reading these to yourself is actually friendship making, isn't it, Louise? Making friends to yourself like I can do these things. I'm 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 good at this, you know, especially in these times of transition when you can forget about the stuff that you do well. Mm. And I think particularly in friendships, it's in scenarios. I mean, that's just made me think I should do this exercise because I haven't given this any thought recently at all. Um, and it just felt, actually, it kind of got me a bit in the stomach. I thought, oh, I could do with a bit of self-care in this respect. So this prom probably doesn't come naturally. The other ones perhaps it did, but this no. one doesn't. So this is a focus for today, I think. No. And and just a little bit further on that then is that... When we talk about compassion, we talk about three flows of compassion. And the first flow is about the compassion that we give to other people. And usually most people are very good at that. The second flow of compassion is the compassion we receive from other people. So, oh, Elizabeth, it looks like you're having a hard time. Some people take that quite well and other people don't. And then the third flow of compassion is the compassion we give to ourselves. And usually most people aren't that good at that. 
Um, we have got a podcast on self-compassion, so maybe that's one to listen to at that this point. Mm-hmm. So tip number three is accept and initiate invitations. So we're encouraging you to be bold and courageous in making new friendships. Accept requests to do new things. The more people you meet, the greater the likelihood you'll meet people that you want to form deeper friendships with. And remember that time and effort is needed. So say yes. And, you know, the opposite is true as well. You know, you don't have to be waiting to be asked. You can ask people to do things with you. Ask if they're encouraging, they're interested in joining a society with you, or you could find something you both like to do together. When we had that five tips about what to take to university, one of them was pack to be social. And we encourage you to pack games to take to university. What about organizing a games night with Scrabble or Twister or something, or cook a meal together? What about planning to explore the area around your university or an important landmark nearby? So organize to eat out, find somewhere that's a good cheap restaurant nearby or something and all go together. And in, in asking, it's really important to remember that if someone says no and they don't accept your invitation, it's likely not about rejecting you. They might just want times to their sel- themselves and all the busyness of the beginning of the, w- at the beginning weeks or at a particular time in university. So it's not always about you. You know, sometimes you'll have to say things. You'll have to say no to things as well. So remember, that's not not just re- that's not rejecting you. Yeah, and I think sort of all this about breaking into conversation and asking people things. You know, we've got an episode on that, asking for help. It might be worth having listened to. But also in the relationship episode, I think it's 28, we talked about how people find it very difficult to talk to strangers. Yeah, so that is natural, normal research shows how difficult we find that. So I just want to normalise that because if you're thinking, oh, this is difficult. Yep, yep, we're all the same. We all find it difficult. If you're thinking that, then chances are, the five people around you are also thinking that. So if you break the ice, they'll all go, oh, thank goodness. And we can all have a chat. So so all of this takes energy. So tip four is to remember to charge your battery. Um, making new friends is exciting, fun and exhausting. And I hope that the Freshers' Week is a fun week for you. Um, I really do. But it will also be a tiring week, probably. So important to take some downtime as well um so be more mindful of your core needs you know sleep (laughs) you might not get much of that in the first few weeks so prioritize it after that you know if you're feeling down and a bit miserable just think back how much sleep have i had this week be honest with yourself and book in a good night's sleep eat well you all know what that means so I'm not going to lecture you here but you know a balanced diet not all crisps and chips and beer um and if that's what it's been all week perhaps find some vegetables for a few days and then exercising movement um it's always good to get out and move if you're feeling a bit go and take yourself for a walk somewhere pretty if there's anywhere around that's nice um and and that helps to lift your mood and the spirits and also remember rest and not necessarily sleep, but giving yourself time just to rest and you know and 
and let go of all the stress that you're carrying around friendships. You know, give yourself permission to have an hour or two off, not having to make friends, just being on your own, doing something that you enjoy. Um, so keep your batteries charged so that then you can do and be um, be who you want to be and do the things you want to do um, with energy and enthusiasm because that will draw people to you too. Absolutely. And tip five is, you know, make those new friends and remember, keep the old friendships going. Um, we know that you'll be really focused on creating these new bonds. Um, and at the same time, it's also important to keep in touch with old friends, maybe not in the regular ways you did before. And you might be noticing they're all making new friends too. So, um, but it might be about organizing a chat in a few weeks or a weekend, or you might even be planning to visit them at their university or host, host them at yours. There might always be a, you know, the big catch up when you get back home at Christmas over Christmas break or the winter holiday. Um, your friendships need to be nurtured with time and effort, whether they're new or old. So it will be tricky in the beginning to keep both of these kind of groups going but also a really important thing for you to do for you, for you and for them. Yeah, underline that. It's so important to think about the longevity of friendships and to work at them. Okay, some friendships will die, but hopefully the good ones will continue and be lifelong friends. So keep that focus. So here's a quick recap of the five tips we've covered today. So we encourage you to have balanced thinking in the way that you're thinking about friendships. Tip two, brush up your friendship making skills with others and also with yourself. Tip three, accept and initiate invitations and you know, know that if you're the one to ask, probably other people are waiting for someone to do the asking. Tip four, don't forget to recharge your battery. And tip five, make new friends and keep the old. So thank you so much for listening today. We hope those five tips help you in these early weeks at university. We'll be back next week with another set of five tips. Bye-bye for now. So thanks so much for listening. We hope that you have found that helpful. And here we share a few further resources that might help you. Also, remember to go and register to receive the playbook. You'll get a summary of all that we've discussed today some handy questions to help you reflect on the content and a list of these resources, all for free. Go to louisewiles.com forward slash lean dash in. So that's louisewiles, W-I-L-E-S.com forward slash lean, L-E-A-N dash in. So the resources. If you go and look at Student Minds, you can find an article there by Gareth Hughes called Taking a Structured Approach to Making Friends. And then there's another one by him as well called Building a Network at University. There are some great tips from someone who really knows what the student experience is like. Now from this podcast, you might be interested in some other episodes. If you want to listen to other students' experiences and learn from them, then go to Student Voices in Transition, episodes 11 to 15, and you can listen to Rafi, Ben, Maya, Toby and Naomi as they share their experiences and ideas for making friends, along with a whole load of other tips. Now, we talked about in this podcast self-compassion, and we believe it is really important as a skill to have in life. 
So take a listen to our full episode devoted to the topic, Nurturing Self-Compassion. Then, if you want to listen to more episodes relating to relationships, then there's episode 9, Nurturing Supportive Relationships, episode 28, Wellbeing Fundamentals, Relationships That Matter, and episode 29, Wellbeing Fundamentals, Coping the Relationship Challenge. And then we also mentioned two other podcasts, Why It Helps to Ask, episode 6, and episode 3, Minding Your Mind. So quite a little listening there. So wishing you a fantastic week, and we'll be back next week with five more tips. Bye-bye for now. And now for the legal bits. The information contained in this podcast is for information purposes only. The content is not intended to act as a substitute for professional advice. Please do not delay in seeking professional help for any medical or mental health condition. Use of the information on this podcast and associated materials is at the user's own risk.